Welcome to Neurons to Nirvana, a platform for creative forces that embrace the unconventional and the quest for artistry, humanity, innovation, health, and healing of the mind and soul. Join me, Tom Hartridge, on a journey celebrating experiences unbound by physical borders or traditional norms. From inside the mind to the far reaches of the universe, this is Neurons to Nirvana. This week is Neurons to Nirvana's first ever bilingual episode with the Sultan of Shred, Bombino. Bombino, also known as Omara Mukhtar, came of age during a time of significant political upheaval and fled with his family to Algeria after living in the nomadic Tuareg encampment Tadine just outside Agadez, Niger. Bombino taught himself guitar by watching videos of his heroes like Jimi Hendrix and lead guitarist of Dire Straits Mark Knopfler. After years of honing his skills back home and spending time as a shepherd in Libya, he first left Africa and traveled to California in 2006 as a lead soloist on tour with Tadot. During his trip to California, he had the chance to record a desert blues version of the Rolling Stones classic, Hey Negrita, alongside Stones legends Keith Richards and Charlie Watts. Bombino released a highly acclaimed studio album, Deron, including one rave review in the form of a full-page feature in the New York Times, which dubbed Bombino the Sultan of Shred. Duran was nominated for Best World Music Album Grammy in 2019, and it was the first ever Grammy nomination for an artist from Niger. His latest album, Live in Amsterdam, was released in November 2020. Bombino held the center stage at Worldfest, and it was an honor to sit down with him to discuss his life, travels, and musical inspirations. He's an advocate for teaching children the Tuareg language of Tamashek, the local Hausa language, French, and Arabic, all of which he speaks fluently. Unfortunately, I am not fluent in any of the four languages, so we have a conversation alongside one another as we share stories with the assistance of French translator Isabel Freeman. Regardless of what language you speak, music transcends geographies, and Bombino's epic guitar shredding is a language I think all of us can appreciate. I am pleased to show you another side of the Sultan of Shred, Bombino. Bambino, thank you so much for joining me on Neurons to Nirvana here at California's Worldcast. I mean, World Fest, uh, Music Festival. Sorry, we're doing something a little unique. We have a translator today. And Isabel, thank you so much today for your help. My pleasure, your guy, my pleasure. I am very happy to be here with you as well. The reason why I wanted to speak to you is I find that your music is wonderful and exhilarating and your life story is of great interest and fascinating to me. Okay, happy to. And it makes me very happy to hear that. <laughs> very happy for you. We're going to have a improvisational, we're going to play jazz. So I'm not going to be like a journalist. We're just going to talk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bambino, uh, I read that one of your main influences growing up where you're from was Jimi Hendrix. Is that correct? That is very true. You're right. Um, what we would do is just we would watch his concerts. And, uh, of course, it was before the time when we had CDs, so it was on DVD. And then uh, we did not have a television at home, so we would get together with some people that 
had some money and had a TV at home. And then we would go to their house and bring DVD tapes. And then we would get together and watch Jimi Hendrix on those tapes. So you're right. It was a big influence. respect from where he's from i do not want to butcher the pronunciation of the region that he lives in and where he comes from but that story is very as a history lover and uh, i love the traveling the world i would be so honored if he would explain and if you could get the correct pronunciation of the region that he lives in africa okay yeah all right, so let me give you a little history here. Um, it, it, the, the way you say it is Tuareg, okay? But this is, yeah, Tuareg, but, but this is only the tourists and the, the people from the West that calls the, the area the Tuareg. The Tuareg is a word that was used during the colonization of the area. Um, it was like to say, you know, the way we say the Arabs, you know what I mean? It was, it was a very broad term. Um, so my people are the Tomachek. And that, so it is, it is part of the Tuareg. Yes, it is in a Tuareg, but it is not the Tuareg. <laughs> Which region is it? Niger or Algeria? It's, it's very confusing, okay. the region, what to properly call it. Yeah. I, I'm trying to be respectful. Du Niger. Okay, so there is a difference between Niger, Niger and Nigeria. Niger. All right, and I am not going to resume. I'm going to say the whole thing. Um, so the country that I come from is Niger, not to be confused with Nigeria. Completely different ball of wax there. So, uh, and and in in the area where there is Niger, Algeria, Mali, Burkina Faso, so all those countries. That's the Tuareg roughly, like the sub-Saharan area. Now, I was born in Niger. My parents were born in Niger. My grandparents were born in Niger. Now, but I could very well have some cousin in Algeria and some uncles in Libya or some other uncles in Mali. So all those people are Tuareg, but, you know, we had to put some borders between you know, divide the areas and countries. So it just so happened that I was born in Niger. Okay. Can you ask Bambino, when he fled to Algeria with his family, what started the political unrest exactly? All right. So, <laughs> after all that, um, now, you know, what we're going to call us Tuareg in order to make things easier. Okay. So I'm going to call my people the Tuareg. Um, the Tuareg um, have always been a minority, have always been badly represented. Um, our children were denied schooling um, and were somewhat ma marginalized. So in 1990, 
they decided to just balk at that uh, because uh, what you must know is just well the thing is when you have a pie you expect everybody to have an equal piece of pie but that was not the case the Tuareg were always slided so um, in 1990 uh, they decided to squawk. Now, the area where I come from is called Agodez, is an area that is very rich in, um, in um, petrol, in gas, as well as in uranium. So it, it has a lot of really resources, but uh, natural resources, but those resources did not go to the Tuareg. So we realized that it wasn't fair. And this is why we emigrated, because we realized that the solution was not to employ violence, was not to take arms. It just only aggravates the problem. Now, I'm not speaking for the Tuareg outside of Niger, because I don't know. But my family was in Niger, and we decided that the best way to combat this uh, lack of integration was to go abroad, go to school, get educated, come back and make changes that way. And this has bore, it has borne fruit because now we have the first uh, prime minister that is a Tuareg. We have generals, we have people in the army that people don't know them, but they are Tuareg. So we are starting to really make a difference. Okay, fantastic. I am so glad that he made it out safely and that we're going to transition into some more fun stuff because music is my medicine and his music is medicine. Okay, let's do that. Let's do that. So I read that he was discovered by a filmmaker by the name of Ron Wyman, who tracked him down in 2009. Would you ask him how that relationship started and the impetus or the beginning, the genesis of the catalyst towards how he got back for that um, performance, the celebratory concert in Grand Mosque, Agadez, in 2010. We met Ron Williams through a friend. Her name is Bess. And she was doing uh, humanitarian work in the area with schooling, with that sort of thing. And um, she invited him to uh, do a documentary on her humanitarian projects in Niger. So we came uh, because they had good relations and Bess was my friend. So when he came, uh, he asked, well, can I have a, can I meet some artists in order to kind of pad my documentary? So uh, she put us in touch and uh, of course she gave him sample of our music and uh, he listened to that, got in touch with us. And this is how Little by little, we, we got closer and we got to record this first album. Perfect. So in his biography, he uh, NPR, to my audience listening, they he was discovered as listed as, as one of the best discoveries of the year. You don't have to translate that to him. Tell him I would like to jump forward because one of my favorite musicians, guitarists, so, singer-songwriters, is with the Black Keys and producers, Dan Auerbach. Will you ask him how his relationship with Dan Auerbach from the Black Keys began? So the the deal with um, uh, Ron Auerbach is that he was a fan to start with. He had followed us. He knew our music, so he was a fan. So when when we had recorded um, Agadez, when it came out, he uh, contacted us and he said, hey, we, we got to talk. 
you know. So we, he wanted to collaborate with us on something. So we said that at the end of the tour, why don't you come over to Nashville? And so we did go to Nashville and start working on some projects. Fantastic. Ask him if Nashville is one of his favorite cities in America. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love Nashville. Actually, I, I love going to Nashville because let's see that you are in your hotel room and you look out the window and you see statues of, of <laughs> artists and guitars. And once you, my opinion is that once you get to, Nash, to Nashville, you've made it. I love Nashville as well, but we are based out of Austin, Texas, which is the live, where our slogan is the live music capital of the world. Would you mind asking him if he has performed ever at the South by Southwest Festival? Because if he has not, I'm going to make sure that he does. Every year it occurs two, for two weeks. It's a film, music, and tech festival in March. Well, twist my arm was the answer. <laughs> Twi twist my arm. I would love to go. Um, you know, quite frankly, I I have, I have played. <laughs> quite frankly, I have played quite a bit in Austin. And I don't remember whether I played that festival or not, but nevertheless, I will go wherever because it's always a thrill for me to perform okay, wherever. Okay, so okay. you want me to be there, yes, I'll be there. Yes, I would there. love to because I want my audience, if they haven't heard his album, Duran, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, uh, but it was nominated for a Grammy in 2019 for Best World Music Album, and it is Magnifique. That's the one French word I would keep wanting to use for his music. Would you please tell him that? <laughs> I am happy that you're mentioning this uh, album because it's very important to me. It's very important to my career. Um, and, and, you know, um, me participating to the Grammy was something incredible. And it brought, it brought an awful lot of of uh, pride to my country because quite frankly, never have we had a Nigerian winning Grammy, especially a Grammy of that importance. So um, it, it was very important for me to do this album. Um, and it was very important um, for us to, to go there because even though it was COVID and there was a lot of restriction, it meant a lot to us to be there in order to represent. Tell him that I'm going to take him off the hook, but I want to thank him. So thank you, sir, from for the not only inviting me but uh, and, and talking about my music, but thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about my story and, and about the story of my country and everything that matters <laughs> to me. Absolutely. Thank you, my friend. Merci beaucoup. My pleasure. All right. Bye-bye.
to thank Bombino again and Isabel Freeman for making our conversation a reality by translating for us. I hope you've enjoyed experiencing the past few weeks of the California World Fest. The beautiful town of Grass Valley, California serves as the perfect backdrop for the family-friendly music festival that brings a vast array of diverse musical talents and genres from musicians from all over the world. It was an honor to be part of such a fantastic festival, and I want to thank the Center for the Arts for letting us sit down with all of the outstanding musicians we've featured over the past few weeks. If you love live music, I highly suggest attending WorldFest, where you will gain exposure and a closer connection to people from all over the globe in a majestic setting in the heart of the Sierra Nevada. In next week's episode, I sit down in the studio in Austin to have a great conversation with my friend Kalu James, the frontman of the band Kalu and the Electric Joint. I'm grateful to share my love of music and these experiences with you, and as always, thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Until next time, I'm Tom Hartridge, and this is Neurons to Nirvana.